100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Fan. Live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shublin on Fort Wayne Sports Station. 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports for a Saturday, April 17th, 2021. Along with producer, co-host, Justin Kenny. Hi. Justin Kenny has made an appearance. Well, this, you know, back in the mid-80s, the Chicago Bears and, and you know, the, the funky, uh, the, the punky QB. Punky QB. Is yeah, Jim McMahon. McMahon. Uh, it was the, the following season, he was injured quite a bit, and, and it was almost like an event when he would actually play a game. <laughs> and so, I mean, th- this is, this is kind of... an event uh, that I'm yeah, here. The punky co-host, you know. Is, yeah, well, good, welcome. This, oh. this, is, this is our little digs here. And yeah, thank you. Not myself a little bit um all i'm missing is the uh the headband with roselle written on it from, uh, from jim mcmahon that's all we're missing here yeah and the jdrf yeah you know, yeah you know, but well and, and of course uh, listeners that that uh listen uh uh Continuously, uh, you got a little bonus coverage of us. Uh, Did earlier, you know, a little show. rusty pushing some buttons. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, meant to push one button, push the other button. So thanks to listener John Price for pointing that out to us and uh, a little behind the scenes. Oh yeah, yeah. Usually yeah. we're cursing at each other at that point. So oh, I know. We didn't have anything. I know we were well because because you were on vacation. Yeah, and, and for those not uh, tuned in earlier, but uh, you have a vacation story because there was a storm. To beat all storms, the storm of storms, yeah. The state of Florida that uh, you were, well, you were part of. We were in it, yeah. So the morning we were leaving last Saturday, uh, we're going to leave about eight o'clock, and uh, big storm was coming. We couldn't beat it to get out of uh, of Pensacola Beach. That's where we were. It hit Orange Beach, and I'm sure all over the internet and stuff there was uh, there was video of the softball size hail that was being dropped in, in Orange Beach, Alabama. That's just about 45 minutes west of where we were. Uh, long story short, couldn't get out in time, so we uh, we we buckled down. And as I was packing the car, you know, huge winds coming through, blowing around heavy wooden chairs like uh, like nothing. They were uh, there was a big uh, one of those big plastic sheds that was blown over just randomly, probably about 30 feet from where it sat under a carport. Uh, shattered the uh, glass table on our balcony. Um, it was the the, the patio door was vibrating crazily like it was gonna shatter so uh we avoided the head the, the the bad stuff in terms of orange beach and then later towards panama city beach they had some tornadoes out of that same storm but it was uh, it was a doozy for what was a great week prior to that but uh, sending us off in a little bit of style with that big storm you did spend time on the beach i can tell you you're yeah. still bronzed i'm still bronzed and uh got duped i don't know you know duped or talked into parasailing Ooh. with my son uh noah is notoriously scared to try almost anything okay so when he said he wanted to try parasailing it was like okay let's do it uh, of course his friend didn't want to do it that we took with us my wife didn't want to do it so that left me yeah mr uh not too keen on heights but uh we did it uh, a lot better experience than i thought it was going to be 
I don't like that feel of uh, of uh, weightlessness, you know, like a roller coaster or or a, a, a airplane in turbulence. That's not my scene. But it wasn't like that. It was just like kind of like you were floating. So if you could get over the height part, which was still a little scary, it was pretty fun. How high did you go? Uh, they said between 400 and 500 feet okay. is what you're up. So okay. uh, it's a good view of the whole island at Pensacola Beach. You know, you can spot marine life in the water, spot mm-hmm. saw some turtles and stuff like that. So it's a cool experience. Uh, I would do it again. But, man, you know, we were up first and getting strapped in and all that stuff. Uh, we kind of looked at each other and we're waiting for the other one to say, no, this is not a good idea. And then the other one was going to be like, yeah, I agree. Let's get out of here. But <laughs> neither of us did it and uh, ended up having a lot of fun. It was cool. I've parasailed three times. Yeah. First time was the 500 foot, and then the, uh, went up, I think, 600. And then my daughter, Melissa, said, Dad, why don't we go up 1,000 feet? Ooh. And and this was before vacation. And I thought, you know, sure. Okay, yeah, right. Let's do it. <laughs> Whatever. So she remembered it. Ah. And so when we got there, we're... You know, we, we find the Parasail City place, and we were on Clearwater Beach at the time. And then, uh, so what we had to do was we had to go around to basically where the boat slips were and uh, and get on the boat there. And uh, so we we went over there, and, uh, and the guy said, yeah. He said, well, gee, I wasn't going to, uh, didn't think we'd uh, have anybody wanting to go out in 20-knot winds. And I said, <laughs> I didn't know what 20 knots was. You know, and he says, well, since it's so rugged out there on the gulf we're going to keep you in the intercoastal and of course that was we went in the intercoastal and did it but then you got a view it right into hulk hogan's backyard oh he said now if hulk hogan is sunbathing don't look <laughs> uh, but, but we went up we did it and the cool thing about parasailing if you've never done it before is that yeah as you're strapped in and there's you're winched. Yeah. And on the boat, it's kind of like a little party speedboat. There's music playing and everybody's hyped and everything. And then once they let you out, you go out away from the boat and up into the air and everything becomes definitely, silent. definitely silent. And it's it's cool, but it's eerie. Right. But like you said, you can see schools of fish, and, and it's just, it's beautiful. You can see everything around the shoreline, and uh, it's a great experience. It and is. And then when they bring you in, they usually dip your feet in the water yep. as they come in. So, uh, but yeah, I've, I've done it three times, and... Uh, I think three times is the max. Yeah, I would so. say a thousand feet is a, a little bit too much, you know? Maybe, maybe, you know, 400, 500 feet. I was fine at 100 feet, to be honest, but we went all the way up to 500 feet. But yeah, 1,000. 1,000 feet, yeah. If, if, yeah. They, you know, if you fall out of it, you're probably. Yeah, it doesn't matter what, you know, anyway, feet, yeah, you know. So, but, uh, but, uh, but anyway, hey, welcome into Talk. Welcome, yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> but we had a lot of fun, for sure. So well, that's uh, awesome. Yeah. I, yeah. I was, uh, I spent the uh, spring break in Grable, Indiana. Hey. Uh, it is kind of like the Pensacola Beach of beautiful northeast there Indiana. This time of year, went yeah, went down to the water a few times. Of our pond in the backyard, <laughs> um, it was uh, the geese were there, and so yeah, we, had a, nice. we had a great time. Um, <laughs> you know, but uh, yeah, it was. Uh, we missed you, man. So, <laughs> Happy to be back, indeed. Well, the since you've been gone, uh, you know the Comets have been playing great hockey, and. Uh, Things are going very well for the Ks. Um, we now also have another 
Indiana Mr. Basketball in our midst. Yes. With one Mr. Caleb first. Now, you have covered basketball around this community in Northeast Indiana for quite some time, and you've seen... You've seen the biggies. You've seen Caleb Swanigan. You saw Deshaun Thomas. Uh, you know, I saw Jim Master. Uh, yeah. I know. You know, we we had Bruce Stevens on the show uh, a couple of weeks ago, and and he was talking about you know the 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 greatness that was Jim Master in high school uh, when he was a Harding Hawk, and just some of the others as well. Uh, you know, we. Uh, my gosh, there, there's just so many. Luke Recker was a was a Mister Right, basketball yeah, ninety seven. Yeah, Cal. Uh, the the alt kid from uh, Warsaw mm-hmm. was also, you know. And then you get back into uh, Mike McCoy, uh, Willie Long in nineteen sixty seven, and I I can say uh, I am old enough to have seen Willie Long play, and in what a, a a uh, beautiful basketball player he was for the Southside Archers, and uh, it, it's just good to know that and and okay, unlike maybe some some AP bias of the three one seven, that excellence was recognized in right. this case right. and. The the resume, you know, they they showed a top five going leading up to the voting and such, and yeah, there were there were some other worthy candidates, but none with the resume, none with the portfolio of Mister First and what he has done and and what he had accomplished, and especially you know looking back on last season where you didn't right. have a postseason, and uh, and got the season cut into due to COVID, but. My goodness, uh, outstanding, and uh, the, the community should be very proud that a young man, a student athlete like Caleb First, is, you know, was at Blackhawk Christian uh, for the duration, uh, and, and in this day and age when you have elite players, oftentimes uh, they'll, they'll bounce from, from yeah. let's say, school to school or situation to situation, whatever's going to help their you know, post high school career, and uh, not to say that's good, bad, or whatever, but he was there with Coach Davidson throughout the uh, the entire high school career. Yeah, and um, and now he'll be a, a Purdue Boilermaker. He could have very easily been a three-time state champion, Blackhawk Christian. Could have easily won back-to-back-to-back if we had not run into COVID last year. Because, of course, they won 2019 and 1A. Uh, 2020, we're looking very good. And then, of course, uh, beating Park Heritage 55-40 to a couple weeks ago to win 2A. Um, like you mentioned, he becomes the sixth Fort Wayne slash Allen County player uh, in history to win Indiana Mr. Basketball. Uh, joining a, an elite group of guys, of course, most recently. Caleb Swanigan in 2015, and is only the second player since the class era to be from a 2A or a 1A school to win the award. And, you know, I know that Blackhawk Christian plays up in 2A, but that's due to success factor. Otherwise, in terms of enrollment, they're a 1A school. Mm -hmm. He's the only one to win uh, from a quote-unquote 1A school. Um, Indiana Mr. Basketball since the formation of class basketball. Of course, the only other one that has won below 3A was Deshaun Thomas back in 2010 with 2A Bishop Lures. So um, it's a, a phenomenal accomplishment. When you look at the candidates, they were they were solid. Trey Kaufman Wren was good, even though I would say the player that made that Silver Creek team go was Cooper Jacoby going to Toledo. Uh, but Trey Kaufman runs a phenomenal talent. Luke Brown with Blackford. 
Um, just a great story. But when you encompass everything uh, with both personality and play and uh, hype, you know, Caleb first was it. And uh, it was a it was a well deserved honor, averaging twenty one points, fourteen rebounds, three assists, and two block shots per game. Went for twenty seven and six block shots in the state championship game for a great exclamation point on his career. So congratulations, Caleb! Great kid, great family, and uh, ending his prep career with the biggest award in Indiana basketball. And of course, we talked about previous winners, uh, Caleb Swanigan. Uh, you know, Deshaun Thomas, uh, James Hardy, uh, texter uh, text in. Did I don't James Hardy did not win it, did, did not win it. I can't remember who beat him out. I can't remember. Was that the Eric Gordon year, maybe, or is that too late? I'm not sure. The six to win at Fort Wayne Allen County will go uh, chronologically Mike McCoy in 58, Willie Long in 67, both from Southside, Jim Master in 80, Deshaun Thomas in 2010, Caleb Swanigan in 2015, and then first in 2021. So those are the six Fort Wayne slash Allen County players to win Indiana Mr. Basketball. And I'm trying to think if it wasn't. In the what was it the early nineties? I can't I can't recall exactly when James Hardy graduated from Elmhurst. I think it was mid two thousands. I want to say. I'm not sure. I'll have to look it up. Yeah, and of course, uh, you know we had uh, like I said, Luke Recker from DeKalb had a couple Warsaw guys in there. Yeah. But uh, in terms of in the city, in terms of in the county limits, uh, there's been six. Yeah, Kevin Alt was the most recent Warsaw winner in 1996. So, um, but congratulations to Caleb first, just showing that uh, we uh, play some pretty good basketball in the state. And, and, and just another thing, too, and we talk about them being a 1A enrollment school playing due to the success factor in 2A. They beat a lot of 3A and 4A yeah. teams because they didn't shy away from anything on that schedule was, and, and haven't. Right. It was no doubt a uh, an earned 28-win uh, season for them. They didn't, they didn't duck anyone. They played Silver Creek. Uh, they played all the big ones around, uh, around Fort Wayne. They went around the state and played. This was by no means a team that was just feasting on 2A and 1A foes. They played up. And they played phenomenal. You know, you could make a case that they could have appeared in the in the 3A state championship game, for that matter. So one of the t- top teams in the state, regardless of class this year, and of course led by Mr. Caleb First, who will join Trey Kaufman-Wren at Purdue next season. So the top two finishers in Indiana Mr. Basketball voting, both going to West Lafayette for basketball going forward. And we had a text come in on the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. A.J. Ratliff won the 2004 Mr. Basketball. Oh, it was a Ratliff. I thought maybe it was Gordon, but um, right. And, you know, James Hardy, of course, was the all-time leading scorer in, in Fort Wayne history before being surpassed by, by, um, by who was it? Was Deshaun? it Sean? Yeah, Deshaun Thomas Deshaun. did, yeah. So, um, yeah, phenomenal career for James. Uh, went on to to some good things, both football and basketball wise. But uh, yeah, was not Indiana Mr. Basketball that year, but did go to Indiana where AJ Ratliff joined him, and in one of, in one of the most outstanding basketball players ever to come out of Northeast Indiana, no doubt, James Hardy, and now his son playing for New Haven. Yes, yes indeed. Yeah, for Bruce and uh, and everybody over there as well. 
46862, the Automotive Color and Supply text line, 46862. Put TS in the front of your message. We're going to step out take a break. But before we do, I want to tell you about our friends at Culligan. Now, every morning, my, my wife... Uh, you know, we all take our meds and everything, and, and she usually uses bottled water, RO water from Culligan. And uh, this morning, took her took her meds and said, "This water doesn't taste right." Aha! That water was tap water, unfortunately, unbeknownst to me, because you know, uh, but there was tap water in this bottle. That we refilled, and it wasn't RO water. And she could tell right off the bat that that was not her Culligan reverse osmosis drinking water. So that, in in a nutshell, will tell you right there. Culligan reverse osmosis drinking water systems will give you bottled water, quality water, right at your tap. Give them a call today, 484-8668. That's 484-8668. And ask them about buying or even renting a Culligan reverse osmosis drinking water system. You'll be glad you did. Give Culligan a call today, 484-8668. Give your people Culligan water. We'll be right back. If you looked at your auto or homeowner's insurance rate lately, think it's about time to get a competitive quote? Call the Wise Insurance Agency today at 260-747-5373. Located at 7410 Bluffton Road, Wise Insurance is a local company that's been in business for 25 years. Being an independent agent working with over 15 A-plus rated carriers allows Coach Ron Wise to assess your needs and determine the best option for you to give you maximum coverage with the most affordable premiums. The Wise Insurance Agency also offers motorcycle, RV, and watercraft insurance, as well as renter's insurance, flood, and umbrella policies. Multi-policy discounts are also available, and make sure to ask Ron about the good student discount up to 20%. Let Coach Wise show you the fundamentals of getting the right insurance. Don't put it off. Contact Coach Ron and the Wise Insurance Agency team today at 260-747-5373 or find them online at thewiseinsuranceagency.com. Guys, guys, we need to clear a path here. Indeed knows unexpected employee turnover can stall your business. John. Like at Chris's Logistics Company, to avoid things grinding to a halt, he needs to get started hiring right, right away. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. And the moment you sponsor a job on Indeed, you get a short list of quality candidates from our resume database. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post. Terms and conditions apply. It's crunchy. Creamy. Sweet. Mm, salty. Nature Valley Sweet and Salty Peanut Bars. Bursting with crunchy peanuts, dipped in creamy nut butter coating. Delicious. Nature Valley. Are you ready to start investing but aren't sure how? Go for the gains you deserve safely with this free special report from Wall Street Trader and financial expert Jared Dillian. Claim your free copy at jaredradio.com. That's jaredradio.com. Baseball players may not get style points for home runs, but baseball betters do. New BetMGM customers can turn $1 into $100 when someone goes yard during a game. Sign up for the BetMGM app using code CALEB100. And if you place a $1 Moneyline wager on the Cubs or Braves, you'll get $100 if either team hits a home run. And after the baseball has left the park, there's no reason to leave your seat. Discover BetMGM's innovative parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and more. Download the app 
or go to betmgm.com and use bonus code Caleb100 to win $100 when you bet on the Cubs or Braves. And if either team hits a home run, you win. Swing for the fences with BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. New customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply. We're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Easy to get a hold of us and be part of the show. Do so via the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862. That's 46862. Please put TS in the front of your message because we're not the only live show in the building this morning. So uh, we want to make sure that this question is exactly, you know, for us. Uh, the other one's a health show. Now, Justin could probably answer some health questions. Oh, wrongly. Okay. Well, but I can answer. I it. didn't say you would. Yeah, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't talk about the accuracy, but just yeah. So, well, anyway, we are we are here. We are back. Justin is back with us, and guess what? On the talk and sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City County Federal Credit Union, is none other than University of St. Francis Athletic Director Mike McCaffrey. Mike, good morning, my friend. Good morning, Jim. How are you, sir? I am wonderful this morning. Well, last Saturday, we we saw the, unbeknownst to us at the time, but we saw the football season come to an end, uh, an exciting game with uh, just a little bit of everything involved uh, from from an elements uh, perspective. Uh, a little, little cold, a little breezy, a little rainy, but uh, uh, both teams had the same weather. So, uh, But it was an exciting game, and those kids left it all out on the field and uh, came back, made it a close game, but uh, that was it. But now that the season's over, the all-MSFA honors are starting to come out, and uh, the University of St. Francis Cougars are uh, right in the midst of a lot of those honors. And, and for what, let's talk about senior Matt Crable first, because he was bestowed quite an honor uh, on the football side. Yeah, uh, Matt was named the Mid-East League Offensive Player of the Year. Um, you know, he only got four games in, but what he did in those four games was, was basically carry the team on his back. Uh, to <clears throat> Two victories, uh, two games that, that we didn't come out on top, but not, not because of a lack of effort on Matt Crable's behalf. Um, threw for over 300 yards twice. I think he accounted for nine touchdowns in, in four games. And, you know, when you look at it across the MSFA, I mean, Concordia won the MSFA, but it wasn't their offense that did it for them. So uh, they didn't have a, you know, a, a strong candidate to put up as the as the top team. And, and Marion had a wide receiver, Johnny William, who, who did well against us and was in the mix for it. But, uh, but the coaches voted and then voted for Matt Crable. So it's great for Matt. Um, you know, obviously we've enjoyed the, the three years he's played for us and coming from Grand Valley State, and, and now he's going to going to go on to, to amazing things. I'm sure he's such a great young man and, and such a competitor and a leader that uh, he's got he's got the world ahead of him, and, and he's going to be successful no matter what he does. But, uh, yeah, he headlined, I think, five of our first teamers uh, that made it four on offense and, and River Walsh, one on defense. So, you know, always tough. I'm, I'm sure the coaches were, were having a hard time figuring out how to vote for all league and those things given the number of games everyone had played. But uh, good to see our team get recognized. Obviously didn't end the season the way we wanted to. Uh, but but these guys 
came through so much. I mean, go back to August when, when they thought they were going to play a season in the fall and, and preparing for that and then getting that take out from under you. Then you come back in the spring and then you're ready to play a seven-game season, which turns into four games because you, you lose three games to schools in Michigan. And, you know, just real proud of the team and the way they fought. And as you said, they, they fought Marion right till the end. We dug ourselves a little bit of a hole in the first half, but uh, certainly didn't give up and, and gave it a run. And um, just, just proud of our coaches and, and all of our kids for what they went through this year to, to try to pull this off. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. There, there's nothing in any coach handbook that tells you how to prepare for something like this season. And uh, and, and all those that uh, that were part of that still gave us a very entertaining season, uh, albeit a, sh- a short one. But, uh, yeah, and getting back to Matt Crable, it's a kid uh, uh, from the Cincinnati area, uh, son of Bob Crable, former Notre Dame standout uh, in just, he and as you said, Mike came from Grand Valley State uh, because that situation just uh, wasn't uh, ideal for him. He came to St. Francis, and I, if I'm not mistaken, he took over after the graduation of Nick Ferrer. And yeah. uh, you know, and just he came in because everybody was wondering, what are we going to do? You know, Player of the Year, Nick Ferrer. Oh my gosh, what a void! And then you know. Matt Crable steps in, and uh, and we didn't miss a beat in uh, in leadership behind center and in being able to throw the ball downfield and uh, in just be a field general uh, as quarterbacks are often called, sometimes earned, sometimes not. But uh, Matt Crable certainly did earn that. So best of luck yep. to him and uh, in, in you know as we go forward. But uh, but now hey, we can talk spring sports. And uh, even though the baseball team took. A couple on the chin to uh i believe it was mount vernon nazarene yesterday 27 and 15 for coach butcher's squad 17 and 9 in the crossroads and of course uh have two uh, with mount vernon nazarene today uh at home and uh that that's a pretty good team mount vernon nazarene has a pretty good record as well but uh this cougar team i i just i just love following the exploits of these guys yeah, no, they're they're playing well. Like you said, uh, took a couple on the chin yesterday, but uh, yeah, Mount Vernon is obviously historically and still one of the top teams in our conference. And you know, you come off of taking force of Marion and, and feel really good and like our position in the conference. And I've uh, got to get back on track today. You know, I mean, that's why we, we play these series. We got to try to go out and get a couple from them today since they got them from us yesterday. And uh, you know, they're they're getting again. We're up. I think the first game yesterday, we were up three nothing at the end of the first inning, and so bats were, were cooking, and then Mount Vernon came out and answered us a little bit, and our bats slowed down a tad, and they were able to get a couple from us, but uh, yeah, we're right where we want to be at this point during the season. We've got a few uh, series left uh, against the top teams in our conference, so we'll know how good we are, we'll know uh, where we are in the Crossroads League, and you know, anything can happen when you get into a conference tournament. Uh, so, you know, there's automatic bids out there that would be would be amazing to get. It's been a long time since we were in the, the postseason for the NAI, but this team certainly has the confidence to do it. We just got to string together a few victories here coming down the stretch. No doubt. And Ryan Boland's softball team uh, has a couple uh, at Spring Arbor uh, today. They've got a doubleheader with Spring Arbor. Uh, they're 12 and 20 overall, but 10 and 12 in crossroads. And, and let's turn to track and field. Uh, they're part of the Little State Championship, the second day of the Little State Championship at Indiana Wesleyan. And uh, as far as a team, as far as individual performers, uh, track and field, whether you're looking at on the men's side or the women's side, 
uh, they're full of talent. Yeah, they're they're performing. Uh, you know, this has been a, a build for us. It's been a, a few year process, and and we've gotten uh, lucky with some some recruits, whether it's Alex Abatino or Haley O'Neill. Um, we're on the men's side, Justin Gephardt, or some of our throwers, Jordan Constanti, who's a senior and, and been, been putting in the work for four years now. But uh, they're down at Indiana Wesleyan and, and hopefully going to set some more PRs. It's like every every time they go to a, an event or a meet, they're they're setting records and they're setting a PR or you know they're coming home with with accomplishments we just haven't had in the past. So it's a, it's a historic time for our our program right now on that side and. Uh, I love what Coach Allison and Coach Birchmeyer are doing, and, and the kids are buying in. And you know, you look at a, a track and field program that doesn't even have a facility on campus to get better, uh, but they do it, and and they're just they're dedicated and they love it. And I love watching them compete. And that's what it's all about: student athletes plying their trades and doing what they love, and uh, in it shows. Well, Mike, thank you so much for joining us uh, this morning, and. Uh, you know, let's let's keep things uh, let's keep things going through the spring part of the season as well, and, uh, and just keep us updated on everything St. Francis Cougars. No, absolutely, Jim. I appreciate the time, and uh, you guys have a great weekend. All right, thanks, Mike. That was Mike McCaffrey, athletic director at the University of St. Francis, in our weekly Cougar chat. Four six eight six two, the automotive color and supply text line. Four six eight six two. Put TS in the front of your message. Had a text that came in that says, "Question for Justin." Oh yeah. Well, no, you shouldn't say oh. You should say oh. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Will Bishop Lures win the two A state football championship next fall? Thanks. Uh, obviously, too early to say that's going to happen, but you have to like their chances at least on paper with what they have coming back. A lot coming back with Coach Kyle Lindsey. Talked to him earlier this week, and uh, he's really encouraged, uh, wants to play. Uh, of course, uh, OPS will host their, their uh, Summit City Shootout, 7-on-7 Summit City Shootout in June. That will be at Columbia City. Usually we have it at Homestead, but Homestead putting the kibosh on any major events over the summer on campus due to the construction out oh my, there. Yeah. So Summit City shootout for the first time. And when I asked Coach, you know, do you want to play with the smaller schools or the bigger schools? He said, we want to play the bigger schools. He says, we always, we always want to play up, but in particular going into 2021 because he feels like he has a team that can definitely compete not just for a two A's title but they could be in the conversation for an SAC title um you know, we're used to seeing Bishop Lures there when they have those elite teams when they won three straight state titles they were there um so that's a dangerous team and and you know depending on what happens because you this is the time of year where personnel like to go different places um you know if they make a couple pickups in some key positions they really could be a heavy favorite so just what they have coming back from a year ago you have to like it you know centering of course on carson clark who really came out of uh, of his shell in the second half of last year and with what he's bringing back sir hale antoine lake a lot of talent there on offense really have to like their chances but keep an eye on bishop lures as being a potential spoiler in the sac towards the top of the conference which is something Mm -hmm. we haven't been able to say uh about bishop lures at least since carol and homestead joined the sac party very true and and not to put you on the spot or anything but uh, you know what other schools from a football perspective uh have a lot of talent returning sure for the uh for the 
2021 season? Well, when you look across the landscape, I feel like uh, Bishop DeWanger always seems to be bringing back sure. a lot. Now, they have to replace Brendan Lytle at quarterback, mm-hmm. which is a bigger hole than a lot of people realize. You know, particularly, I don't think it hit a lot of people just how good Brendan Lytle was until he started breaking records uh, over his senior year, you know, career records, when people were like, whoa, um, he was that good over the course of his uh, four years of Bishop DeWanger. So when I see I put DeWanger up there, I think Snyder has a bounce back year True. Uh, in particular because they played so much, so many young guys, particularly in the second half of the year when they kind of committed to let's get these guys some experience and take their lumps. And uh, I think Snyder bounced back. East Noble brings back a phenomenal amount of players. Uh, last year was kind of that year they were quote-unquote down a little bit, you know, a transition year, and even then they were still really good. So East Noble's a team to watch as well. So uh, that, you know, kind of gives you an idea, but we're already seeing guys on the move. You know, we saw uh, even person who's a, co- a defensive back at Wayne is now out at Homestead. Uh, with spring practice getting going, we're seeing more and more of where these kids are and what they're doing. And so, you know, that'll be the, the big off-season uh, thing to keep an eye on is where these kids pop up. And, and once we see everything that settles down going into the summer, that's when we can really start um, you know, pinpointing some of these teams. But uh, I think Adam Central, too, is, is back as the favorite in the ACAC. South Adams still strong but lost so much from last year graduating. And, and Adam Central, you know, Played so many young guys over the last couple of years. I think they and still, ascend. And still hung with. Right? Yeah. And we're still needed. there. Yes. So, um, talking behind the scenes with coaches, the ACAC, look, Adam Central is back as the premier team in that league. So, those are some of the teams to watch. But it, it's it's a good time of year because we're seeing these teams hit the, hit the field a little bit, getting some spring work done. Not the urgency that you have in the fall to get ready for August. So, you know, taking it easy a little bit and getting active. And, and, and seeing how some of these teams look will be good, not just for the programs, but also those of us that keep an eye on things as well. And saw via social media that uh, Bishop Dwenger is doing their spring practice at 6 a.m. 6 a.m. They don't mess around. Um, even in the summer, they go early. Yeah. Uh, they're done 6 a.m. You know, a lot of a lot of kids, a lot of programs go early afternoon or whatever. No, Dwenger gets it done early. They'll have a lift after practice sometimes, but they're done like 9 a.m. They're done. Kids go home and go back to bed. And, and there again, if, if kids are dedicated to the program, you you find out in a hurry. Yeah. If, if that alarm goes off at 5 a.m. or 4.45, uh, it's because you want to go out there and play. Yeah, and you cannot have 6 a.m. practices everywhere. You know, True. because of that, because of that, because you're just not going to get kids to show up. But Bishop Dwanger, as we know, is different. And, and that's, I think, how you find out. Which kids are committed, like you said, Jim, is are these kids here at 6? Are they trickling in at 610, 615, or they're not showing up at all? You find out which kids you can count on in the fall by having 6 a.m. practices in the spring and summer, for sure. No doubt about it. And, you know, you, you mentioned East Noble football. And, uh, it, you know, regarding St. Francis again, of course, with just two uh, home games this past season, but two uh, recent outstanding East Noble quarterbacks, one Mr. Bailey Parker and Andrew McCormick, are both on the St. Francis yeah. football team as defensive backs. Yeah, right. And you know, in 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 doing what both played and both uh, both you know, played significant uh, number of downs and things. Uh, and you know, what better way for a person to have the mentality for a defensive back? than to be a former quarterback. Right. 
and you know, in just to know both sides of the ball, and these two kids were were uh, you know played incredibly well. Yeah, Bailey was was phenomenal in his senior season at East Nobles, being able to do everything. You know, he got the highlights because of his of his quarterback. Yeah, he never came off the field. Yeah, but he was he was yeah. amazing as a defensive back for East Noble, and and you could see that because he didn't necessarily have the body type of a quarter college quarterback, that that was probably his avenue was defense. Eric McCormick was uh, was a little bit different. He really wanted to go somewhere that would give him a shot at quarterback, and he did. Uh, as he started at Indiana, Indiana State, State right? yeah. yeah. So, um, but eventually, you know, the things come where you know you you are who you are at the college level. And, um, you know, Mr. McCormick just uh, embraced what he was, which at the college level was a defender. Now, he's really worked on his weight to make sure that he wasn't playing closer to the line. You know, a lot of people projected him as a linebacker. He'd put on weight and play linebacker in college. But he committed to really staying lean and strong and quick to play defensive back. So, yeah, both of those guys, you know, standout quarterbacks at the prep level. But when you get into the college level, uh, it's completely different, particularly, you know, those those body types of quarterbacks, even at the NAIA level. And um, it's it's nice to see both of those guys land somewhere that they can showcase their skills that maybe got overlooked at the high school level. Very much indeed. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply and Text Line. We are going to go ahead and step out, take a break. When we come back, we're going to be talking with Fort Wayne Comet President Michael Franke. Oh, by the way, Comet's victorious last night over the Wheeling Nailers. And uh, Mr. Uh, Hawkins, uh, Brandon Hawkins, with another three-goal hat-trick for the Ks. A guy who, st- who, who I have to say, was uh, stopped in at OPS yesterday. Uh, his girlfriend, or brought his fiance, was just getting a, a workout in. Um, was drinking his iced coffee, which I think preps him for, for the so weekend. You're saying, so you're saying, okay, visited OPS, goes out and scores a hat-trick that night. <laughs> Coincidence? No, I think not. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So, yeah, good good job for Mr. Hawkins. Great guy in talking to him and a big night for the Ks. And what is a big weekend, for sure. Three games, three nights at three different locales. Exactly, yes. And we'll talk to Michael about that when we return. You're listening to Talking Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan, 100.9 FM. Paul Davis, the industry leader in recovery, reconstruction, and restoration, is now hiring project managers, technicians, carpenters, and sales. This is your opportunity to get on board with a growing, innovative company. You'll be able to help people by providing best-in-class service. Are you motivated, dependable, and ready for an opportunity to grow and advance your career, earning competitive pay and benefits? Then Paul Davis wants to talk to you. Stop by the Paul Davis Career Kiosk inside Glenbrook Mall across from Starbucks this weekend from noon to 6. You'll be able to chat with a representative to learn more about the opportunities, discuss your fit, and apply. Or visit whycallpaul.com and click on Join Our Team in the menu. Don't miss this opportunity to join one of the most reputable companies in the restoration industry. Paul Davis is growing, and they want you to join their team. Ready to start your career with Paul Davis? See them this weekend inside Glenbrook Mall across from Starbucks. Or click Join Our Team at whycallpaul.com. Paul Davis is an equal opportunity employer. 
Does it seem to cost more to run that old air conditioner every year? Don't sweat it. Is cash tight, but the need for a new air conditioner is urgent? Don't sweat it. Masters Heating and Cooling's Don't Sweat It sale can save you $500 instantly on a new carrier heating and air conditioning system. Plus offer low payments with special 72-month financing to qualified buyers. So you don't have to sweat it this summer. Don't wait. Turn to the experts now at mastersheatcool.com. It doesn't take a brain surgeon to know ticks suck. But what you might not know is that they don't just suck blood way out in the woods. Those creepy little bugs can be anywhere all year long. And I do mean little. They can be smaller than the head of a pin. But big trouble comes in these small, gross packages. Even a tiny tick can make you super sick. So what's the most important tip to avoid getting bit? Well, duh, pay attention. Remember, ticks can be just about anywhere outdoors. Then, spray attention with an EPA-registered insect repellent. Wearing long socks and other protective clothing is a good idea, too. When you come back inside, shower. And always remember, check for ticks everywhere. And if you do get a tick bite, don't panic. Tell an adult. And visit ticksuck.org to learn how to remove it properly. Ticks suck, but being outdoors shouldn't. Go to ticksuck.org for more information. Ticksuck.org. Hi, this is Annette Benning. I'd like to tell you about a nonprofit human services organization that has been helping everyone in performing arts and entertainment for more than 130 years, the Actors Fund. The fund serves everyone in film, theater, television, music, opera, radio, and dance with programs to support a life in the arts. The fund offers emergency financial assistance in times of need, including help for those in crisis due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Services include health care and insurance counseling, housing, secondary employment, and training services and more, all to help foster stability and resiliency for the people who lift us up and brighten our days through their work, especially in times of crisis and anxiety. To learn more, please visit actorsfund.org. They say singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one, make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside. Two, virtual play dates, social and physical distancing can help save lives. Three, tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Now back to Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talkin' Sports, presented by Automotive Color and Supply. April 17th, 2021. And guess what? Last night, Friday night, the Fort Wayne Comets on Coliseum Ice won again. So that, that means we need to talk to Fort Wayne Comet President Michael Franke, who is on the Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fire Police, City, County, Federal Credit Union. Michael, good morning, and once again, Saturday morning, congratulations, sir. Thank you, Jim. Uh, just uh, was a good game last night, and, uh, you know, Hawkins, uh, he just got such a, such a good, hard, accurate shot. Uh, he got the hat trick last night, and... Uh, you know, the goalie didn't have a chance on any of them because it just, uh, he, he unloads it so quick and, 
We got some uh, key saves from Gingan uh, when we needed him on the breakaway and a couple of close-in shots. Uh, you didn't see a lot last night, but uh, he definitely made a couple key saves. And uh, at the end of the day, you walk away with two points, and that's what you, that's what you look for. That's right. Yeah, other goal scorers for the Commons: Nick Boca, Matthew Budins, and uh, and Anthony Nellis. But uh, you know, as, as far as Hawkins, now now Justin Kenny says that that because Hawkins made an appearance, uh, stopped into OPS yesterday, and then had a hat trick last night, that it, it was not coincidental. So uh, you know, there's something well, to that. Well, if that's the case, then we must we'll bunk him out there every night. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he just sat and drank an iced coffee while his fiance worked out, so he didn't do. Uh, Anything. He was. He was. Uh, you better check that iced coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Justin, I didn't want to get him in trouble with Ben or anything to say he was out there lifting <laughs> before game night, but he said yeah. he was taking it easy uh, to prep, just drinking iced coffee. But obviously, it worked for last night. There we go. That's it, usually the way I exercise. <laughs> I, I just watch other people. <laughs> Me too, Michael. That's why I told Justin in the break. I said, you know, I, I thought about working out last week, or last week I thought about working out, but then I thought about something else. But uh, yeah. you know, and, and talked about getting in shape. But then I looked at myself and thought, well, wait, round is a shape, so we'll, we'll just go with that. So, uh, well, but, you know, it's. Uh it's something to talk about. That's the way I always. Yeah, say. yeah. So, but but you don't want to hurt yourself doing it. So, no. hey, there we go. No. Now, and as, as back. you get older, you think about things and and then you forget them. So, you know, it's okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Fleeting moments. We we love them. <laughs> now, the comets play. Uh, well, last night at the Coliseum, uh, where they're playing uh, outstanding hockey, then now go on the road for a couple of games. Uh, they'll be uh, in Indy, and then they'll travel to Wheeling on Sunday and uh, meet the Nailers, and I believe that's a 4:05 start uh, yeah. in Wheeling. So uh, still... Uh, a big three-game weekend, one at home, and that just took place, and we got our two points. Now, if we could steal a, a couple of points and uh, four would be wonderful, uh, that would be great. Well, yeah, the more games you win, um, you know, obviously uh, it uh, it increases your winning percentage as you head towards the playoffs, which, you know, are, are starting to be kind of right around the corner now, and uh so uh, the better winning percentage you have, the higher up you you end up in the standings. Uh, you get home ice advantage in the in the playoffs. So uh, you know, I I think uh, based on what we've seen over the years, um, you know, having home ice advantage in the playoffs is a is a major thing, and uh, especially in a short series of five games, which it looks like they'd all be. Uh, you definitely want to you want to have that home ice advantage, and uh, having that extra game at home is very very important. And the way you get that is by you know winning games now. Now, Michael, in this unique season, why don't you refresh our memories as to when playoffs would begin uh, and postseason play would start for the ECHL teams that qualify. Well, it's uh, it's based on uh, there'll be eight teams that qualify, four from the west, four from the east. It'll all be based on winning percentage. Obviously, with us not playing as many games, uh, we kind of threw a wrench uh, in the wheel. So, uh, yeah, you will the top four winning percentage. Uh, one will play four, two will play three in a best of five series. Uh, probably like the American League format, which is uh, play the first two games. 
in the lower percentage building, and then the last three in the higher percentage building. Okay. So, uh, and then, you know, you just uh, count it down from there. Uh, if one beats four and two beats three, then one and two play each other in a best of five, and then your conference champions play for, a, you know, the league championship in a best of five. And approximately when will we see that take place? Uh, that'll be August 13th. No, I think. The playoffs will start the Wednesday after uh, the regular season. So uh, I believe the regular season ends on the 4th or 5th of June, the Sunday. Actually, I think it ends for us on Saturday out in Salt Lake. And then so the playoffs would begin the following Wednesday. And, you know, Michael, uh, after this season, the Comets will be looking at their 70th season of, of Comet hockey in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And, you know, we were talking, uh, Sean Sidlowski is creeping up the, a lot of all-time Comet lists as far as, you know, from, from games played, points, things of this nature. But for players that come in, when when do they realize the impact of what they're accomplishing when it comes to the history of common hockey like this? Well, um, probably what I'm going to say is going to disappoint you. Um, we've got a you know uh, we we got a brand new uh, mindset. And uh, this is going to really sound like an old guy talking. And our younger people today, um, I'm not sure that all of that is uh, as relevant or as important to young younger people today as it might have been in, in past generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, with that being said, yes, uh, the history of the team, I think, is intriguing to the players. Um, you know, I, I think when they see people that, uh, were here at the very beginning, uh, like Eddie Long and George Drysdale, and then the guys through the late fifties and sixties, like Thornson and Wazlowski and, and Wright and Irons and, and, uh, you know, and all the rest, Chuck Adamson, um, you know, they, they see that. And I think, I think that is important for them to see because I think it really, uh, it resonates with them. So, uh, I would like to say it's extremely important, but I just, I don't think it is like it used to be just because mm-hmm. everything is different now. Well, yeah, just like the, the 25 year pins for someone working somewhere <laughs> that long, yeah. you're, you're going to see less and less of that because it, yeah, the, the, yeah, the gold watch is now <laughs> one out of the bubble gum machine. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So uh, the the comments, uh, of course, uh, as we said, on the road uh, the rest of this weekend tonight in Indy, tomorrow in Wheeling, but then come home Friday and Saturday next week uh, to play the Wheeling Nailers. And uh, and we always ask about tickets. Absolutely, and I'd like to sit here and tell you that next Friday's kids seat free night. Next Saturday's. Uh Four for 64 night, but unfortunately it's still not. And, uh, so we'll still be at limited capacity. And, uh, but yes, uh, you want to get your tickets. If you want to get good seats, uh, you know, in the lower arena or the upper arena, uh, you definitely want to get them early in the week. Uh, if it doesn't matter to you, one, one thing people have found out 
is that sitting at the 600 level is not an awful thing. Uh, it's, uh, you know, it's a clean view. Uh, it's easy to get to. Um, the, uh, the concession stands aren't as busy. Uh, the restrooms are, you know, all new from when the Coliseum was renovated. So, um, if there's any silver lining in this year, this, this may be it, uh, as a affordable alternative to see a game. Yeah, and, and plus, you're still going to be lower than Shane Alberani. Uh, yeah, exactly. He's, everything on the he's ice. up on the seventh floor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, one thing, I jump in real quick about the 600 level. What my, what, what I enjoy and what my, my dad enjoys when we go to Comets games is sitting up there even during regular conditions. You can hear, because of the acoustics in the Coliseum, the players talking to each other on the ice and being able to see everything when, you, when you're a next-level hockey fan and can see things set up and then the guys talking to each other is just a great added dimension of, of watching hockey at the Coliseum. I love sitting up there. Oh, the higher, the higher well, you, you go. You yeah. really do see um, the positive things and the flaws in your team when you're sitting up high because it gives you that broad perspective. Uh, you can see... Uh, that maybe the defenseman was standing still too long and got beat on the outside because he wasn't moving his feet. Um, you can definitely see how poor decisions are on, you know, cross ice passes. Um, so yeah, it, it does definitely does have its advantage. And, uh, I, I always enjoy sitting way up there because you get, uh, you get the real perspective of the game and you can see it on full. Definitely. Well, Michael, thank you so much for joining us this morning. Uh, congratulations to the Comets, and let's keep it moving the rest of the uh, the weekend and into next week as well. And uh, we'll talk to you next Saturday. Sounds good. Next time we'll have to talk about moving that pitching mound back a foot, too. I'm not too hot on oh, that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and by yeah, the I'd way, yeah. the ball in the dirt. By the way, yeah, uh, one of uh, one of the Comet uh, staff, Mitch, uh, Mitch and I coached together. And right. coach baseball together, and uh, yes. let's say based on our record, uh, we're big hockey fans. Yeah, that's what he told me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, all right, guys. Well, thanks a lot. All right, take care, Michael. Yeah. That was Michael Froggy, president of the Fort Wayne Commons, in our weekly comet chat. And uh, whoo, yeah, I, I think when I sit in the six hundred level for let's say hockey, it's almost like. It's it's diagramming a play right. on a whiteboard, yeah. Because you can actually see what. And the same thing, if you sit high up in a, in a basketball venue, and and I I liken it girls basketball especially because of the fact that they seem to be a little more precise in running offensive and defensive sets, and and there's little uh, a little less freelancing going on with the girls' high school basketball teams and games that you can sit up and you can watch exactly what the coach is is trying to accomplish with with offensive and defensive sets, and and I just from that perspective I love it. Yeah, it's it's great to sit up there, um, you know, basketball in particular, but hockey is just great because you can really just see how things form and and it's more of an an art when you sit up there in terms of you can really see how much strategy and uh, and and stuff goes into it you know closer to the ice 
um, you're just seeing guys skate around, and it's it's difficult to see things set up as well as it is uh, upstairs. So absolutely love uh, sitting up there. And then, as I mentioned, being able to hear the players talk to each other mm-hmm. is a little, you know, I, I'm sure you can hear it, you know, a lot more with the uh, the lack of fans at the Coliseum uh, as much as usual. But uh, definitely, even when it's full, you can really hear that because of the acoustics. It's kind of cool. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply Text Line. 46862, put TS in the front of your message. I uh, had a text that came in from Lance Hirschberger, uh, head baseball coach at Ivy Tech, and uh, wanted to let us know that Ivy Tech baseball is honoring two former players today by retiring their jersey numbers. Alex Vela of Indianapolis, number 22, and Andrew Carpenter from Kendallville, number 11, will have their numbers retired at 1 p.m. prior to their game at 2 versus Wabash Valley, the NJCAA Division One, number one ranked team in the nation with a record of 33-2. The ceremony and the game will take place at the Ash Center in Fort Wayne. Now, if you remember, uh, Andrew Carpenter was the young man who was tragically killed by an impaired driver a year and a half ago. Uh, in addition to the ceremony by proclamation, Mayor Henry has declared today Andrew Carpenter Day in Fort Wayne. And uh, thank you, Lance, for sharing that with us. And uh, uh, we're glad to share that with our listeners as well. So uh, that's at the Ash Center uh, early this afternoon at 1 o'clock before that 2 o'clock game. And uh, if you've never seen a Lance Hirschberger coach team play baseball, hey, do yourself a favor and go on out there. You talk about... uh, even on a turf field, his players will get dirty. I swear they will. I, I, I guarantee it. Guarantee, guarantee it. These these are the grittiest bunch of kids you'll ever find anywhere, and uh, pretty good baseball players too. And so, if you, if you want to heckle Jim Shovelin today, you can do that out at, uh, at Decatur today. Yeah, I'm, I'm heading there right after this. I'm I'm in uniform already, and uh, yeah, we uh, we've got a doubleheader with Belmont and JV baseball, so uh, should be a, a lot of fun out there, and uh, and. Uh, Kudos to uh, our pitcher the other night, uh, um, Christian Graywink, uh, uh, at uh, Columbia City. Uh, first time he pitched, first time he was able to play, had some uh, had some illness and got got a little bit of a late start. Uh, goes out and uh, throws a no hitter uh, in his first and in just uh, outstanding fashion. And uh, we won twelve to nothing. So uh, yeah, uh, congratulations to him. A kid by the name of Wyatt Francher caught for him first time he caught. We didn't have uh, a lot of assistant coaches or anything like that. So I asked him if hey, can you call the pitches today? Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, so he calls a no hitter. So his first game catching. So it's like, hey, yeah, how about that? Yeah, I think a, ninth, a ninth grader, a freshman uh, in JV baseball. Pretty, so. pretty wild. It's so. pretty cool. I mean, that, that's that's the joy. That's the fun I get out of this. And uh, in just yeah, with the with the Leo High School baseball program, that varsity is a very good team. Nine seniors on that team, and and they. You know, people have told me already from the varsity and JV level that, you know, we, we lose a little bit of faith in some of the kids these days and the youth these days. But the kids, and I, I've seen it not only on our team, but on the others too. They just go and get to work. They they do things. Uh, my wife came out to a game and said, I couldn't believe how at the end of the game they all just sprung into action and did what they needed to do. They didn't have to be told what to do. I was, yeah, that's that's these kids. You yeah. Know? So it, it's it's great. It, it's very reassuring. It, it's uh, it, and you see it. I'm sure on the daily basis that uh, that there's a lot of kids that have a lot of passion for what they do, and they have a work ethic. Yeah. And that's what we think that is is missing from a lot of kids today. But there, believe me, there's still kids that 
should have work ethic, and let's keep instilling that. Yeah, absolutely. Something that stood out to me, too, because there's been a lot of baseball games out at the uh, Ash Center WBA this past week or so. Homestead playing games out there in particular. Uh, Bishop Lures uh, had a game out there earlier this week at Bishop DeWanger. And, um, you know, I see Luke Goody and, and Quinn Harmon come in uh, bundled up on Thursday was the really cold uh, day because Homestead was playing out there and, and they were going out to watch uh, their friends and it's cool to see, you know, particularly guys like Luke Goody, who so many people watched over four years of playing basketball. He's always the one that I see at girls basketball games, rooting the girls on. Mm-hmm. He's going out to baseball games to root the baseball team on. I mean, this is a kid that uh, just, you know, there's so many kids that play their sport and that's it. But, uh, you know, Luke Goody, Quinn Harmon, you know, props to them on a cold, miserable day on Thursday. You experienced at Columbia City um, going out, bundling up and still going out and, and supporting the baseball team. It was pretty cool to see. Yeah, when other students, student athletes will do that. They, they know what everybody goes through, regardless of what sport, because they're, they're you know, you have to juggle athletics and academics, right. and, uh, and and that's what uh, that's what it takes. So, um, you know, this that's one of the things you do. Well, that's going to do it for talking sports. Podcasts by Federated Media. Podcasts by Federated Media.